0: God had me in a dream and in this dream, God wanted me to know on purpose, you can't get up from this dream by yourself. And I was aware in that dream that I couldn't even wake my own self up from it. And I'm like, I'm ready to get up now, God. And God wanted me to know only I can get you up. Only I can wake you up. Only I can open up your eyes for you to see a new day. Only I can do that. And when God opened up my eyes, I realized more than ever before, because it's nothing like a fresh revelation on top of a revelation. That's like me saying yesterday, God is so good. And today is a different revelation. It's a higher revelation. God is so good. I can feel it more embedded in my spirit. How good God really is because it's being deposited on the inside that means I'm pulling and pulling and you're pulling from the kingdom. And I said, God, you are in control. I begin to feel God being in control. Nothing marks God by surprise. Nothing happens without God's permission. Nothing means nothing regarding any person, place, or thing. And I begin to realize on a higher level, God is God all by himself. God is God all by himself. God is God all by Himself, and I begin to take it up higher. He know me, He know me, cause He formed me and He shaped me, and He shaped you and He formed you and He shaped you and He formed you and He shaped you and He formed you, and He know the plans and thoughts He have concerning you as He shaped you and He molded you and He shaped me and He molded me, and He written down a plan, an entire plan concerning you and concerning me as. Him being who he is control as a creator as our father to us as a creation it's already written everything that I will ever do everything that I will ever say everything that you will ever hear everything that you will ever think every way that you will ever feel everything that you will ever encounter every connect that would take place every blessing upon blessing every glory upon glory every kingdom encounter every person coming to God through the God in you everything that you are called to do it's all already on the inside of you, and I know that on a greater level because today it is better because as the time go by, day by day, it gets greater and greater. What can God not do? He can do all things. There's nothing our God cannot do. There's nothing too hard for God. And I know sometimes this earth have us to feel differently, but we cannot feel the ways of the world. We cannot allow those spirits to try to tamper with our spirit because we have a spirit, a comforter. A comforter is not just a pillow. A cover is not just a comforter, a blanket, or a sheet. No, a comforter keeps us where we need to be kept spiritually. Come on, somebody, enjoy the Lord with me. When two and three are gathered, there he is in the midst. It does not mean when I'm alone, he's not there. It means that when we are together, it becomes more better. Because what you have that I have and I can use, what you have and you have what I can use, and it's much more intensifying as we come together. And it brings up this one word, which we call fellowship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing mocks God by surprise. Nothing. The blood that's pumping in our body because God allow it to. It's His power that's causing it to. That's His power that has us breathing. It's His power to have us to function as we function. It's His power that wakes us up. We can lie down in anger. We can lie down having an argument. We can lie down worrying about bills. We can lie down not wanting to go to work the next day. We can lie down frustrated. We can lie down agitated. We can lie down overly excited. We can lie down in anxiousness and go to bed and then wake up by the glory of God because of the power of God and the love of God gets us up and his mercies are new every single day, every morning. Morning. God used the word morning when He said, "Your joy come in the morning." My mercy, I knew every morning. You understand when He used the word morning, it doesn't mean when you don't know say when the day shines, when the day arrives, when the sun arrives. No, it means a freshing remembrance of God on a higher level. You become more attuned every time you recognize God on a higher level. That is your morning, and He wake us up to another day, recognizing during that day during that morning during that time during that afternoon which is the morning also the time and the evening and the afternoon which is also the morning during that time because morning just don't mean physically you will only receive mercy in the a.m. no you receive mercy in the a.m. also in the p.m. because what happens in the a.m. paves the way for the p.m. hallelujah hallelujah god is so good nothing he cannot do there is nothing god cannot do I'm on this podcast right now because I want you to see from God's point of view, the gift that you and I have, it causes you and I to stand out as an individual because nobody can do your gift and use your gift like you can because God only shaped and molded you to release your gift like you do. He's not talking about talents. Our talents are not what we do in ministry. Our talents is what we do and enjoyment regarding being here. You know, we enjoy our time being here, but our purpose, our anointing, we are covered with the gift, the gift that pays the way for even the enjoyment to take place, even the resources to take place. But we cannot think about resources when it comes to what our gifts are. We cannot think about money when it comes to our gifts. We have to keep our minds on Christ when it comes to our gifts. We have to remember we're Christ-like when it comes to our gift. Every time we use our gift, we're in the presence of God and we just releasing that gift. we just communing with God as we use that gift. We don't think about no bills while we're using our gift. We're not thinking about no money when we're using our gift. Money is not even on our mind when we're using our gift. We're not even thinking about anything about ourselves when we're using our gift. Because we're using our gift unto the glory of God. Now that's what the purpose of us being here, using our gift. Because when we use our gift, there are people falling to their knees saying, I need God. Thank you, I feel better. Thank you, I was about to kill. But I'm not, I was about to steal. but But I'm not, I was about to rob. But I'm not, I was about to choke. But I am not. I was about to smoke, but I'm not I was about to set that fire, but I'm not I was about to take my own life, but I'm not I'm about to take somebody else's life, but I'm not I was going to be greedy and just think about myself, not nobody else, but I'm not I was going to be worried, but I'm not I was stressed out, but now I'm not I was depressed, but now I'm not I was angry, I was lustful, but now I'm not I didn't know who God was, but now I do I didn't know who Christ was, but now I do I didn't want to worship, but now I want to I don't go to church, but now I want to You understand, I didn't care about money and I don't care about money now we cannot care about money we cannot care about money we cannot care about money we have to keep our care on God you understand Christ always hid himself when they tried to exalt him because he said it was not yet my time because he wasn't back seated at home yet you cannot exalt me till I finish what I came to do. We have to finish what God has written down. And many of us panic without you know being honest or being aware that we are panicking. Because God's reality, it seems like it takes too long, because there are no limits. So we cannot comprehend a place or you understand that doesn't operate based upon limits because we don't know what direction to pull from. But we have to just know that we lean not to our own understanding and we acknowledge God as he direct our path and now we pull it from revelation. Now we pull it from clarification. Now we pull it from glorification. Now we pull it from edification. Now we pulling and we pulling from acceleration and we pulling and we pulling due to our biblical education. And we're pulling and we're pulling due to our awareness and we're pulling due to our faith and we're pulling due to our trust and we're pulling and we're persevering while we're pulling. See, the world way will have us to panic, but God's world will have us to pull. You understand? Because the earth is set up to wither away. That's how God created it. The planet itself is not created to last forever. That's why God said, and the earth shall wither away. The earth is created by God due to space, time, and age. The planet itself, there was a set time that God decided to create the earth. And put everything in it is, because before it was void. And we're thinking that Earth has life. No, it's our lives here that brings life to Earth. Earth is here for us. We're not here for Earth. We are the eternal beings. Earth wither away. And when it comes to space, the planet itself, outside of it, has no gravity. All the space is inside of the planet, the circle formality of itself. Everything inside of it is. And sometimes we feel like we crushed in and clashed in. That's why many try to see what's going on in other planets. Because it got to be more than just this planet. Because they move by what? Space. And that's being earthly. Earthlike. Move by time. There was a time when the earth had been created. And there's a time when the earth will wither away. When Christ come back. Now, when it comes to age, there is a starting point to the earth and there's a finish point to the earth because it's not everlasting. But many of us try to put everlasting hope into an earth that will wither away. We try to operate in earth ways where earth can't even do anything, you understand, without being used to be used by God to be used by God to be used by God to, by God, to still remain. Because without God's power, the earth can just fall. It can just drop. It can explode. You understand, they always try to find ways to tamper with the earth, even the earth's crust. There go tsunamis and all kinds of things. Tidal waves and all these things. Volcanoes based upon the earth's crust. But God is in control, no matter what scientists just like thinking scientifically, when it comes to astronomy, they said over a billion years ago, dinosaurs were here. You got the tri- triceratops, trinosaurs, kaleidosaurs, rhinosaurs, all these type of that were here. And it says thousands and thousands of years after they were here, then humans showed up. But according to the word, see, that's what astrology says. That's what scientists say. For those who believe in mother earth, those who believe in evolution, saying that we just came here due to apes. Just, you know, coming in different formations and becoming more human like as with time goes by. And here goes the word of God. In the beginning, God named everything according to a number regarding a day. He never said Sunday, Monday. No, the first day I did this, the second day. And when it got to the day we created creatures, he created Adam to name creatures and have dominion over them, but it was in within a day, within the same week. Because on the seventh day it said, "It's the Sabbath, and God rested on the seventh day." And remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Six days do not labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Lord thy God in it. Thou shalt not do any work. Know that thy son and not doing that man, son and thy that man servant. Know that cattle that strain or anything within thy house. Don't do any labor. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. It was within the same week, but according to scientists, dinosaurs were here, creatures were here, and then thousands of years later, we were here. There's something wrong with that theology. And that's why when I go to some of these monuments and some of these exhibits, you know, it's just something to keep us amused. You understand? See, it takes a person to do the research to have the, give the heart to want to research to know what it's all about. Because you can't just tell me anything when my spirit don't feel the confirmation to say, yeah, I agree. I don't agree with that. Something wrong with that. Because the word says it's what happened within the same week. Not years and thousand years later, here come Adam and creatures were already here. No, he had dominion over them. So what are you saying, scientists of the earth? So we got to be careful because the earth is set up, is created as a planet from God to be moving, operating based upon space, age and time because it has to wither away. It was a day that it started. and It is a day that it finished. And many of us are operating in space, age and time. I'm getting too old. I got to hurry this thing up. You understand the time going too fast. Now I'm panicking about that. It was just January. I have resolutions. It seemed like the same thing happened this year happened last year because we moved by space, age, and time. We try to put our all into a planet and not put our all into our creator. Because in God's reality, it's not moved by space, age, and time. And many of us, because we can't comprehend when it is, where it is, how it is, we just know who it is. That's all it matters. We want to know everything else. We have to know. I have to know when is my wedding day. I have to know when am I moving in. I have to know when is my promotion. I have to know when is my financial breakthrough. I have to know. I have to know what day, God, what day. And many of us say things like, I'm in this season for this and I'm going to get married this year and I'm going to get a dog this year and I'm going to get a promotion this year and I'm going to get it this year. And guess what? Sometimes it don't even happen because as God said, you can't tell me what to do. already written it down for you. Now, if you want to see it come to pass then pull from my reality pull from my kingdom have my mindset regarding what I've written down concerning you I don't need no writing to be rewritten for me already written you down as a written promise know that you are my written promise you understand we cannot panic that pandemic caused a lot of us to panic now everything is based upon how can I benefit how can I benefit? No, we already benefit because Christ benefited us. We're putting burdens on our backs that he already removed. You understand? That's why we don't have as much as we need. In a world way, in the earthly way of thinking, it can never be enough because the earth cannot supply. It cannot supply. God can supply. And everything we receive spiritually, it manifests naturally. God has the best for you. Now, want the best. He is the best for us. See, sometimes it seems like God wait take too long. Yeah, you're doing everything like God. It look like it's taking too long for you, Q, because you're looking on the outside in. No, we live living of God. We live and we walk from the inside out. Because it's on the inside of you. It's coming out and it's paving the way for everything else to come in place and to fall in place. We move by money Thinking that we need money to be in ministry I can't go travel without money I can't go on this trip without money I can't get married without money I can't get no job and not get no money I can't take care of my child with no money My child can't go to to college without money I can't get no clothes without money I'm going to eat without money And God said my grace is sufficient I never said money is sufficient You putting your all in something That can't even do for you You putting your all in something That can't even supply to you I'm the one who's providing providing for you. I'm the one who's putting it in your hand. I'm the one who's placing you with the ideas for it to come in your hand, but don't get it twisted for a second because Satan can also put things in your hand and you can think that it's me, but it's not me because when panic is involved, it's not me. When fear is involved, it's not me. When self is involved, it's not me. When greed is involved, it's not me. Satan ought to put money in your hand too. That's why many have sold their souls because of themselves and not thinking about God we are Christ like let him take great care of you you don't have to do that we don't have to do that let me stamp you know ministry on me trying to get paid we don't have to do that our gifts is not for us to get an income our gifts is because of our outcome we don't have to do that if God called you, your gift is to open up a restaurant and that's your gift, not a business so you can get paid and pay mortgage and say that you did something. No, you would know that's your gift. And if that's your gift, God to be all up in that place. It'd be more than one location, actually. And don't think Satan can't do the same thing. No, but people know when it's godly. Because you'll see God, you'll feel God all up in it. You'll feel God all up in the food, all up in the service, all up in the appliances, all up in, you know what I'm saying, the location. You'll feel God all, you'll even see scripture all, in. you'll even see the name of God up in it. Even when it comes to paintings, even when it comes to singing, you know, just don't think about, you know, what it can cause us and what it can benefit us and how it benefits us. No, allow it to be, Lord, how can you use me to benefit people? And don't think that God not going to have people to sow. Let him sow in a way that we can't even phantom. Just like me was speaking. I speak and people pay. Cause I'm asking them to pay. Let me teach you how to become an entrepreneur or let me teach you how to become, you know, hungry to want more for yourself. Let me teach you how to pray or let me teach you how to soak in the presence. Let me teach you how to do something in ministry. And guess what? I'm going to charge you 250 to 300 for me to teach you something that was given to me free. Because I'm thinking about what I got to do with the money. Now I'm going to use me as an example. And where does the money that people saw into my life go to? Bills, trips, vacays, clothes, more publicity, For who? Because I'm showcasing Christ and Christ didn't show us that way like that. So why am I like that? Because I'm not like him. I'm earthly because I'm moved by space, age, and time. I got to hurry up because time running out. Many feel right now, you know what, I went to college, I I went for my four, five, six, probably 10 years to get my doctor's degree, it don't matter, lawyer's degree, it don't matter, whatever degree, associates, bachelors, masters, doctors, and many of us not even in the major, but it's okay, you still had that under your belt, great job, but it's just showing us that what we thought was good until we found out when God reveal to us what we are actually called to do and it's not even that because it's not even what you know anymore it's who you know because many have the degree and you know want to be in a profession and can't even find a place to work because many people are hooking up people that they know that's not even qualified not even educated but they're training their people because they're going to keep the job and the money and the family For example, in the government, I'm going to let my brother in, my cousin in, because once you get in, you in. And there goes somebody who's qualified, who just graduated from school. Oh, the job is filled. Okay, I'll look somewhere else. You understand? That's why it's so important to be what God placed within us. And you know what that gift is, because you feel the passion for it's right in your belly. It's like, I love this gift. I love to do it. I love to release it. I love to talk about it. I can talk about what I love to do all day long. I could get on the camera and just talk about how I feel when I'm operating in the gift. And how many people be, you know, receiving God because of the gift. We cannot use our gift the wrong way. I cannot use my gift. My gift is to speak. I can't use my gift to speak to get paid. God already paved the way for my success regarding me using my gift. I can't think about money when I'm thinking about God. I can't think about, you know, my son's well-being when I'm thinking about God. I can't think about what I want to do for us in ministry with marriage when I'm thinking about God. Think about getting a new car when I'm in ministry. Okay, this is going to help me. Okay, now I got, I got, I'm $2 short from getting a car. Okay, I need somebody else. Come on, guys. Because the money that we're getting, the people that are sowing it to us, it's going to us. It's going to us. And we are the living and dwelling place of God. Christ said we cannot make our father's house out to be a mockery. Even though they were in a synagogue and a temple, but we are the dwelling place of God. Christ lives in us. God lives in us. How are you going to live in us and we get paid off of him? If we don't even think about money, watch how much money show up. You will want, I will want grace more than money. Some of us about money, 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 money. I got to hustle to get money. No, you don't. No, I don't. Just use your gift. Just use your gift and enjoy using your gift and watch what it do. There's always going to be people that's going to come back and say thank you. Don't use your gift for people to come back and pay you or pay me. Father, I give this gift back over to you. What will you say? Whatever you want to do with me regarding this gift. I can't think about a mortgage. I can't think about wanting a house. I can't think about what I want. I got to think about what you already have. I can't. Take pictures of myself and put myself on a flyer, have people to come to me and don't encounter God, but just encounter my gift and not and be impacted or imparted by God. And yet I see you on your way and you pay me. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. We have to lead by an example. And I realized my gift is to be a messenger prophetically to make sure we stay where we're supposed to be. That's my gift. That's why I'm so apologetic. Because I get it more than you get it. Because I hear from God, I got to give it to you. That's what my gift is. Your gift could be drawing. Your gift could be cooking. Mine is being a messenger. So the messenger getting the most because you know better just like Moses you can't enter in Moses because you knew not to strike that rock Qalisha you know better not to be living off money not to even be asking me for no money because my grace is sufficient you know about my grace my grace can do things that money can't even buy Jesus Christ. God said that's all he hear. Money, 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 money. That's all being showcased. Money, money, money. Look at me in ministry, but I'm in it for money, 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 money. And many of us don't want to say it and don't want to admit it. But guess what? Our accounts are going up, but the souls are not going up. I got to get up. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Now, imagine we get together and study saying, let's go on a cruise and post our pictures because we can afford to go on a cruise with people to know that we got it like that. Versus let's go on a cruise and be used by God. And just release the love of God around everybody, towards everybody. And be so amazed how many we encountered that already on there for the same reason. I'm on a plane and there goes a lady who sits beside me because God is that intentional. And she's on the same plane on her way to the same place. So we're going through the same, you understand, what you call it, Uh, rest stop, whatever you call it, in between going to another state or another nation, a layover. Thank you, God. We go to the same layover, same destination, and then go to the same, you know, nation as a destination. And we're going to do the same thing. I'm like, you're going to do this, too. I'm going to do this, too. I'm like, see? See what I'm saying? When we operate not caring about anything else but God regarding our gifts, regarding us being here. You think God not gonna make sure you good when He is the one who supplies? See, we have a trust issues with God. And we don't wanna admit it because we live in the earthly reality but try to pull on God. Because many of us think that because we are popular and we're populating, That we're doing a good thing. We're doing good in ministry. No, it's who are populating us. It's people who know us, who care about us, went to school with us, who also serve God with us. But he said, I will draw all men nigh. So it's not just them. It should be even the more of those who don't know God who want God, but sometimes we don't recognize that it's God that's doing it, and we think it's trouble, and we push ourselves away from the people. If you don't get your evil spirits away from me, and all the time that's God drawing men closer, you go to the strip club, no, I don't do that, I don't roll like that to get away. No, they need the God of you. So every opportunity, we have to pray. We have to be aware as an intercessor to pray at all times. Pray without even knowing you're praying. Praying without even having to lift up your head and even open your mouth. You just pray in your heart. Let it be so firsthand, so freehand that it's just so natural to you and I. What do you want me to do, Holy Spirit? Because Holy Spirit will give you a word of wisdom, words of wisdom, or a word, a right now word that set that person free. You understand? Somebody came to me, I'm about to shoot somebody in the head, but now I'm not. I'm about to go rob that bank, but now I'm not. I done walked off my job, now I'm about to walk back. Literally happened. These are real testimonies. I walked off my job. They pissed me off, but, you know, listen to that word. I'm about to walk back and apologize. And the person came back and said, they told me, they gave me an hour to come back. And if I wouldn't came back in an hour, I would have, you know, been fired. Even if I try to get my job back by quitting. That's why it's so important to go and not think about ourselves. Because we here for everybody else. And we try to be a blessing to everybody but benefit ourselves from it. We can't do that. That's not ministry. How are we going to make our own ministry benefit us? And ministry is to exalt Him. How I look being a mentor and getting all these females or these guys or young kids or even elders or, or mentors, seniors in the home and charge them for just... Helping them become better. That's my gift. So why am I charging you? Why would I have an event for us to come together and enjoy the presence of God and have you to pay me? Oh, because it's mortgage time? Rent time? Time for dues to be paid? Time to get more food in the house? We cannot be so soon to forget that we are Christ-like. And Christ is not like us. No, we are like him. Hallelujah. Just like him in his encounter with Nicodemus. Nicodemus, always looking at Christ from afar. A very, you know, political man, you know, governmental style. In office. And he just kept looking at Christ from afar. But he had to just have a conversation with him because what Christ did just stood out to him. It, it amazed him pretty much. And he's not the type to be so amazed because he's the one that people be amazed by. You ever had somebody that just uplift you and just honor you and exalt you? And you exalt, you know, you exalt somebody else, you know, that you see? The same way somebody else exalted you. That's how it was with Nicodemus. Everybody exalted him and looked up to him. But there he go looking up to Christ. He said, I got to say something to him. And he made his approach. I believe in what you say because the things that you've done, I don't see normally. And Christ could have said, thank you. I appreciate it. No, Christ's comeback was no one could enter into the kingdom of heaven unless he be born again. And here go Nicodemus' respond. Well, how can one man enter back into his mother womb once he exited out already? And here comes Christ. All this knowledge that you guys have here, all of the influence that you have here, all the things of the earth that you know here, but the wind, you don't know where it come and where it go. In other words, I am the Messiah. You read about the Messiah. You heard about what Christ come to do. I say I'm he, and you don't even know what I'm here to benefit you for. You don't know what's going to benefit you by me being here. You don't know what's going to happen to you why I came here. You don't know what's going to happen to you. How do you talk about me and read about me and talk all these things, but don't even know why I'm here. Unless you be born again, be born by spirit and water. You will not enter to the kingdom of heaven. He may until you be baptized till you be born again, receive salvation. Receive the free gift of the Holy Spirit and receive a proper baptism led by Holy Spirit. You are not entered into the kingdom of heaven. And Nicodemus was like, you know, quiet, like, I don't know what to say after that. Because every time that Christ talks, we're thinking that he's talking to us literally, naturally. No, he's always talking to the spirit. He's not talking to our flesh. When God's saying the words like success, we think about money. But in the kingdom, there is no money. There are no dollars in the kingdom. No, success is what you know due to who you know. Now you live off of that. Now you're going to accumulate things that come with that. See, we want God. When we have God, then everything else be added. Many of us want the things added and then want God and then call it ministry. Come on, somebody. And guess what? It's going to look that way. It's going to look like who's waiting on God. It's going to look like you're waiting on God. My lifestyle, it look like I'm waiting on God, don't it? And sometimes looks like it's taking God long, don't it? But guess what? It doesn't even matter because he's actually not. Because I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. I realize that his grace is so sufficient. I don't need nothing. He's doing everything there is to do. Now things are being accumulated in my life as I continue to walk. There's a day set in time for everything. I didn't even know today was going to be the way it was, you know, three years ago. I'm in a whole different lifestyle, living a whole different way. And look at me today. I didn't even know this was in the path for me. So how much more he has planned that we're walking into as a spiritual reality. I got to get up. Holy Spirit, I feel you in my belly. I can't sit down. God. Jesus Christ. Oh God. It's like some people look at you like you're doing it wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. I don't want that lifestyle. It look like it's lack. No, your lifestyle lacks. And I'm not talking to you guys. I'm speaking out in the world. Because you guys walk with God like I do. I'm talking to them. If I dress up like them, for those who are living like a mere man, living double minded, being a dressed up fool, I'm going to put on a skirt suit and take pictures of myself and promote myself and say, come to me, so to me, PayPal me, cash out me for what I'm doing in ministry. Because I got things to be paid. I got places I want to go and dreams I want to be fulfilled. But God has already fulfilled it for me. So why am I trying to do everything on my own? My life is not even my own. So I'm looking like it's like that. Now I'm looking like you know I'm successful without no success. That's why we looking like we're not where we want to be. You know why? You would never be where you want to be if you're living from earthly reality, because based upon space, age, and time. And that's not you know that's not a limitless lifestyle. That's limited. So living from God's point of view, it may look like things that's requiring that we want taking long, but it's actually here. It's here. That's why we call things that be not. Because it's going to look like it in the natural that you don't have. But it's there. You got to call it. Call forth your promises. Promises come forth. Dreams come forth. Godly dreams come forth. No illusions. No disillusion. No. The things of God that he showed me come forth. I got to stand up. God. Not the plans and thoughts that I have concerning me. No, God's plans and thoughts He had concerning me. Come forth. The reason why God spared me. Come forth. The reason why God prepared a way for me. Come forth. The reason why God given himself for me. Come forth. What's been afforded unto me. Come forth. What benefits me. Come forth. My God. Come forth. Come forth. More awareness of who I am. Come forth. Quanisha in me be. Come forth. Come forth. Wisdom in me be. Come forth. Awareness of who I am in God. Come forth. My purpose of being here and walking exactly like Christ. Come forth. Souls that's being one to the kingdom. Come forth. Those who don't know Christ. Come forth. Let's just worship God and not think about money. Let's just worship God and not think about expenses. Let's just worship God because we want to. Because we want to. Because we want to. Let's not be in ministry because we feel like we have to use God's name to get what we want. That way of living, we cast it down and we call forth what was written down. Come forth. We are living witness. Come forth. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody, I'm using my gift. I'm using my gift, and it's benefiting me because I can feel many of you are feeling what I'm feeling because it's activating what's in you, and that's what's supposed to happen when we in our gifts and operating them godly and operating them Christ-like and not thinking about anything else. Many of us putting a price to things that are free. I'm going to pay you to pray for you. I'm going to charge you to pray for you. How? I don't care if I live in a bathroom. I'm rich! I gotta get out. Come for <laughs> And rich. Rich is not money. No, we think rich is money. No. Rich is not money. Rich, that word came from the kingdom and there are people that's not kingdom like saying that they are rich there's no way you can stamp God's reality on an earthly reality no, it's not rich, that's the earth way of saying rich but still you're unhappy, still there's no peace still there's no acceleration, still there's nothing that's going higher in the sense of you just having peace I want God's reality come forth, come forth come forth come forth It's like, they call on their God, I'm going to call on my God. You call on your reality, I'm going to call on my reality. And let's see which one be better. Come forth. Come on, somebody. Come on. God, come forth. God. God. My God. My God. My God. My God. Anything that's not of God in me, you understand? Leave me. Leave me. Leave. You understand? Leave. (laughs) Anything that's not of God of you, leave. Leave. Let's come together and praise. Give me praise. Give me things. I don't want to go to the mall. I'm not now. Unless I'm going to be a blessing. And everywhere we go, we are a blessing, right? But it's more to it than just that. You understand? God just said, call it forth. Come forth. Every good thing that God says. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God's way is, I realize, it's the opposite to the world way. It's a whole 360. I'm telling you. I was a woman that was like, you know what? I I was saying I didn't want nothing that I'm receiving now. I didn't want anything that what I love now. Honestly, I didn't really, I love people, but I wanted to be to myself. You know, I enjoy being to myself. Now it's like, no, I enjoy, but I do have my moments when it's like, you know, I I like my privacy and the lifestyle that I have set up by God, it's going to have to be. You understand? I can't have people that have access to me. You know what I was going to do? I was going to lease an office, you know, around here. They got like four offices for lease, and I can afford it. And I was going to have people come in and just give prayer. And God said, Kanisha, that's not safe. I can't have you to do that. That's why people that's you know, psychiatrists, they do it in the office. And trust me, it's, it's guards, and so they got protection. Because there are people that's not in their right state of mind. And you don't want no one to have access to you like that by yourself in no room. Anything can happen to you. Somebody can try to rape you, even though I cover you, but I want to spare you from an attempt. <laughs> Everybody's not coming to, you know, just cry out and receive. Some might cry out to try to take it abduct or, you know, do things to you. Some may be angry and take it out on you. Some may snap and then take their pills or two. So let me do it for you. Okay, God, because I'm thinking, what can I do to benefit what I do better without even thinking about money? I'm I'm paying to have the place there every month. Not to charge them anything. Let me just pray with them. And God say, Oh, you're gonna do that just op- out in the open. You don't need no room for that. You don't need no four walls for that. Because the four walls is coming down regarding that. Wherever I send you, just you know, I don't care if you put, you know, anybody want a hug, come over here, you know, and just give out hugs. And for the men, godly ones, you understand? Trust me, I got you. I know what I'm doing in your life. You know what He's doing in your life. You can feel it coming the next thing that's about to take place. Hallelujah. I'm serious. It's like giving instead of wanting to receive. And when you give, you receive more than you giving. Because your heart is not to take. Your heart is to give instead. See, many of us in ministry to take but trying to use the word giving instead. And it's clearly shown. Because we are the ones benefiting us and we what happens to the people they walk around looking like you know and we're looking like you know and then we're going live and we we on cruises and we taking trips and you know we got all this fancy stuff and people around us sewing into us you know believing in God to, to get a cup of coffee that don't look right that don't look right I'd rather give you and sew into you and I you understand Thank God for blessing me with a cup of coffee versus me, you know, can own a Starbucks because of you. And now you believe in come coming there to get a cup of coffee. I, that's not what ministry is. That's called selfishness. That's called, you understand, the opposite. So it's like, let's just use our gifts because we love him. And guess what? Watch how many people sell. Just not money. Stop thinking about money. Sold things in our life that's more than money. So you am tell you, somebody sold in my life one time a trip, a vacation. Somebody sold in my life one time their scratch off winnings. I don't even want to turn my ticket, and here you go. I'm trying to tell you. Some so compliments, so so thank yous. You understand? It's all unto the glory of God. Mm. Oh, it feels so good. See, the world way, looking in God's point of view, to them, it takes too long. That's why many of them don't want to come alongside in the body. Many don't want to go to church. Why? or give up their lifestyles. Why? Because they not. They say they what? Not ready yet. Just like we were saying at one point, I'm not ready to stop drinking. I'm not ready to stop. Clubbing. I'm not ready to stop smoking. I'm not ready to stop cursing. I'm not ready to stop clubbing. I'm not ready to stop lying. I'm not ready to stop cheating the system. I'm not ready to stop sleeping around. I'm not ready to stop. Agitated, agitated, being malicious. I'm not ready to start forgiving, I wanna keep unforgiving. I'm not ready for that yet. Because some way, somehow, we think that deception is fun. And it's not. And that's why we think it's satisfying because we have lack of knowledge. But if it was satisfying, we wouldn't be out here trying to keep on doing it. Satisfaction happens one time. God is satisfied, he said, because Christ only had to come. What? One time. That's why he said what? One time. It is what? Finished. It's finished. He ain't got to say that no more. (laughs) In the world, they gonna keep saying it's finished. Okay, yeah, I'm finished again. Yeah, I'm finished it again. You understand, keep redoing things. Now that we are free, we know how bound we were, just like many people of the world are right now. We thought we liked smoking. We realized that's not what we like. Same thing for them. There is no difference. It still comes from the same place. Because it's something that we like to do. We don't have to do it. Because we don't have to decide to do it. We want to. And many of us lying to ourselves right now. I don't know why I'm doing it. Oh, you know why you're doing it. Because you want to. Just say that. God moves on honesty. If we be lying. And, you know, not being honest. It's going to be seen. Yeah. And I realized my life, your life is right where God wants it. Just like this, right where we are. It may look like something different, but you got to look at how God sees it. Oh, you are so rich. Many like, okay, yeah, I get it rich. But look at my account. I'm trying to tell you. It's not about that account. That account could go from this and that. But what God has for you, it don't ever go down. It only goes up. So you got to pull from that reality. Pull. When you begin to have more confidence, when you pull for the things that you need to have, instead of asking for the things that we don't need of, there will be no need to have, no need of, then we realize, okay, now things are coming because now I'm aware of who I am and what I can do. Now I know I have access to God's kingdom and not just saying it. Now I'm pulling and things are happening for me. Oh God. The more I talk, the more God talking to me. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes we ask God, Am I doing the right thing? Is is there something else I should be doing? No, you're doing exactly what I need you to do. I'm excited. I'm excited. I say, Father, I'm a Put an ad in the paper, you know. I don't know how often, but just put an ad in the paper. Whatever God wanted me to put in there, I don't care if it put Don't give up. Just something that some eyes can see and be like, thank you. I mean, anyway, see, I'm a messenger, so I'm created to strategize on different ways to release a message. So what do you do? You cook? You strategize on different ways to have a recipe. <laughs> you understand? You operate in your gift and you use your gift well. Using my gift well is not me, you know, being earthly. It's me being heavenly. You know, I'd rather be known on the news for a random act of kindness without even asking them to put me on the news versus me. Oh, come here. Bring the camera over here. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. It's what I have. Yeah, follow me here. See, when you're out and about, I realize when I'm out and about, people recording. I don't even know what I'm on. Sometimes God would say, go to YouTube and look up this. And I was like, wow. One time I seen a video, I was like, oh God. (laughs) This man straight laughed at me on the video. Like, for real? Oh God, I might want to hear that. I'm like, oh God. I was a little embarrassed for myself. And God said, uh-uh, 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 No. That's good. Because you kept on speaking. While he was trying to cut you off. Some people of going to put things on there. Like somebody put on my YouTube, you know, comment. Someone called me quote-unquote delusional. Because I say good news outshine bad. Because something that they're going through, they don't believe that reality. They must be surrounded by so much bad, they're not making no room for good. So they cannot pull from my reality. So of course they're going to look at me being the opposite to as the, as the how, excuse me, they feel. There was a young woman, you know, from the Philippines. Can I ask you a question? I'm shy. What is this? Okay. Ask me. What do you think about stripping? Well, I think that when you love yourself so much, you wouldn't want to degrade yourself in such a way. You wouldn't want to put yourself in danger. You would want to follow whatever that dream is on the inside of you. You want to do that instead, no matter how long it seemed it would come to pass. Just know that it shall come to pass versus trying to get fast money the incorrect way in a way you don't even want to do. And she messaged back. Right in the midst, about to put in an application, to work in a strip club never mind what's going on you don't want to work in now i'm okay see as a messenger he sends me to people that needs him right now that's why it's places that me don't want to go because it's that so is that you understand know that much sometimes of being intense being that serious you want to shoot somebody in the head what hold on you just OD'd. Hold up. Get up. I'm trying real test. to. Only. Hold on. You want to get hit by that bus. Get out the way. I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't really take the camera. It's for two reasons. For one. I do sometimes. But for one. I'm going to tell you why I do sometimes. For one reason why I don't. It's because I want to stay humble. That's one powerful way I stay humble. Because when people see what you really do and the significance of it, it's like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Just like you just won the game, they pull you up in the air, cheer, cheer. I don't want to stay in that place. Because it's so easy to get a puffed head. And my head will never get puffed because I'm a living witness that what he done for me. You understand? But I don't want to go through that process. So I must remain humble. And I want to put the attention on him, not on me. And the second other reason is because most people respond when there are no cameras present. Because many will think, okay, you're in this to be recording us. Because many go into churches and homeless shelters and, you know, places on the street and record. Oh, here goes a dollar. You know, you see this? I'm going into this woman's house. Who haven't eaten in three weeks? I'm going to bring her some Popeyes. I wouldn't want to record that. I wouldn't want to record that. I wouldn't want to record me telling people not to give up. Because some done giving up and they riding past crying. They don't want to be on no camera like that. And some may have called out for work. There were many people that got caught on social media, captured on somebody else's picture. And they called out sick. Hold on, is that such and such? Hold on. You understand? I realized without my camera, many people respond more. Because they see that you're really in it for your, you know, for the gospel. And not in it to be, you know, publicizing things. I want to gain people's trust. And how can I gain their trust by them knowing that I'm out here for them and not me? And then when they begin to know. Who knows what comes after that? Just like you. When you in ministry. So when we out here, however God have us out here, regarding our gift, do the best in your gift. Don't invest in your gift to populate you or things around you. Your home, you know, pictures and all that. No, showcase God. Ask God, how do you want me to showcase you? I want to showcase you. Hallelujah. Oh, God. It's not just people, it's everything that has breath. Praise you, the Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. Now we got the animals. Regarding our gifts. I noticed when I pray, and I've been around animals, I don't care if it's a squirrel or a duck. One time I was at the zoo, and I noticed, don't talk when I go there. Because whenever I talk, they want to come near, and I got frightened. A gorilla came near. I said, oh, no, be quiet, Cornetia. I begin to pray for that gorilla and it must have heard it. It felt it. You know why? Because it's from God too. I don't care if, you know, God can have an animal to understand exactly what we're saying. Like in the Bible it says, and a tree shall clap their hands. Whoa. You understand? So I was like, you know what God? Your will be done. And with all that you want me to do. And God is like, I want people to stop talking so much about money and talk more about grace and watch what that do. You go from getting your money to taking out your wallet to pay, to go on that cruise to they calling you saying you have a free trip to go on the cruise. Let my grace take care of you. And some will see God's grace and be like, everything be handed to you. Yeah, that's good because it's being handed by God. <laughs> now, whoever He chooses to use, you know, that's, he, that's because He—that's because His goodness. And I thank Him for it. You thank Him for it. Don't allow no one to handicap you by you receiving God's grace. No, you're supposed to. God gonna have people pamper you because of God's grace. They gonna be running down, chasing. What can I do unto you? How I do, I do. Some people are coming to me saying. I've been called by God to walk beside you. To do what? (laughs) To walk beside. Okay. Come on. (laughs) You understand? So let this episode sink in for a little bit. For a lifetime, but just before it get You know, go off. Quenisha wanted to start a new podcast. A new picture, a new podcast, new name. And it's not the time yet. Because I had access to it before and God won't grant me the access now. That means not yet. <laughs> when I wasn't thinking about it, it was right there. Start a new one. Okay. But I didn't want to. It wasn't time. And now it's not the time. I was ready to start it, you know, actually, you know, two days ago. And I was like, I tried to get a day and there's no access to it. Okay, God, you want me to still be right here for a little bit? It's all good. Whatever you want, God. 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 Oh. Whatever you want, God, show me. He tying up my shoes. Oh, God. And you don't even have to double knot them either. <laughs> oh, God. You know what kind of shoes he put on my feet? hard bottoms, but they're adult size hard bottoms. You know, hard bottoms for children to learn how to walk? These are adult size. That means that your feet are very secure. You understand? Your ankles are well protected. Blessed are the feet. Oh God, he's saying that to me. Blessed are the feet who travels and preach the good news. For those who have came back, they have came back and said, Thank you. Thank you. Some say thank you in so many other ways. Some call my phone or, you know, call me and just breathe on the phone. That's their way of saying thank you. Some call and hang up. I'm like, you know, they want to ask for something, you know, prayer. And I had a man and his wife kept hanging up. And I'm like, I wish they just say something. And they always call after 12. And so one day he decided to say something. My wife is sick. And I'm not letting my wife die. You got to help me. Okay. Got me to put some flyers on the bench. People was reading those flyers. I'm like, Jesus. Hallelujah.